0: what's good you guys this is Yo correct here and welcome to another tales from episode in today's tales from episode i'm going to be teaching the saint louis way of things um just a quick reminder the next town on the list i believe is gonna be boston ohio so we might get into some cryptic stuff so I don't know, we might have some conspiracy theorists. But yeah, let's go ahead and get straight into St. Louis. All the facts and everything you need to know about this amazing and great city. Okay, then, so many of you guys may be familiar with the Gateway to the West. But, you know, some people always ask, what is the gateway to the West? Especially if you're an international person who sees the West as, well, Europe and um, America. Well, the gateway to the West is another term given to the city of St. Louis, the second second largest city in Missouri, and sits right at the confluence or fork of the Mississippi and Missouri rivers. So, in 2020, the city proper had about 301,000 people, Um, and it's a bi-state metropolitan area, because, you know, people associate the Gateway Arch with St. Louis, but, you know, especially if you live in St. Louis, you get irritated when you call it St. Louis, Illinois, i keep i get irritated too it's not st louis illinois it's east st louis because east st louis is a suburb of st louis and it's in illinois as it is broken apart from the main st louis and well sometimes people get those two confused and i i don't know about me personally but i know some of them would hate it if people got that confused or probably do hate it when people get that confused because you know Having the right proper town name is considered a sign of respect, especially when you're a town of such a, of such a great people. Anyway, before European settlement, the area was a regional center of Native American culture, and so um, St. Louis was eventually founded by February 14, 1764, and they didn't really um didn't really have that many problems with the native americans the french that was the french tended historically and always have historically to some extent treated the native americans with at least a respect of their land and traditions the british and eventually americans had no qualms about this and so they just did whatever they wanted so in after the seven years war which was all across the world, but it mainly took place in America. The area was ceded to Spain, and it was retroceded to France in 1800, which means given back to them. When then it sold three years later to the United States, the Louisiana Purchase was, well, it was not in what you would think it was the billions of dollars it's worth now it was like in hundreds of dollars because back then hundreds of dollars was their millions of dollars inflation just caused everything to just change up plus the great depression and so what the city was the point of the embarkment of the core discovery and um yeah the lewis and clark expedition was really really fun to read about if you ever get a chance to read about that i would go and read about it because they started st louis and they worked their way all the way up to near washington state and it's really cool st louis became a major port on the mississippi river from 1870 until 1920 because you know especially um, especially with um small i'm uh, not even just large rivers but small rivers At some point, waterways that are farther inland do not become as navigable for large ships. Um, Just off topic for like one minute, the Tar River here used to be um, a navigable waterway for some larger ships, like the sailboats and the large fishing boats that we have nowadays, but it's not big enough for that anymore and as a matter of fact the bridges would just stop you so but anyway back on track um it was the fourth largest city in the country it separated from st louis county becoming an independent city and limiting its political boundaries and in 1904 it hosted a purchase exposition and the summer olympics i didn't even know about that which is it was actually pretty cool so we have had more Summer Olympics in US history. Some that I didn't even know that we even had. So it does host the St. Louis Cardinals, MLB, St. Louis Blues, St. Louis SC, Major League Soccer, of course, St. Louis Battlehawks of the XFL. And the XFL is a different football league than the NFL. We're not gonna get into that. Um so yeah. Now keep in mind, Mississippi um not mississippi missouri well see missouri at the time in the 1800s this is civil war times they were originally divided in half so by um by the by the compromise that made um a line they were divided in half since they were divided in half they, um, you could, um, you could find that people north of the line, farther north towards the border, had, um, had more of a, you know, quote-unquote free view, but the farther south you went, it just, it got worser and worse in, in, sla- in, um, if you were, if you were a slave. So that, um, so that's the dark side of the history. Eventually, Missouri just became a slave state altogether, but at one point, at one point, there was a time where Missouri wasn't, it's, a uh, 50-50 shot. Um, 19th century, 19th century Missouri, St. Louis, oh, this is gonna be fun. Okay. There are so there are a lot of immigrants from Ireland and Germany that arrives in St. Louis. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the law. Um, people get this confused a lot. The largest number of immigrants in the U.S. of all time was is not the um Hispanic population. Actually, the Hispanic population is the largest number of migrants today in the modern era but the largest number of immigrants all of all time is the european especially the eastern europeans the reason why it's easy to get them confused is because they're at the is because there are some that you know they don't they cannot they don't come in but they get they come across but the important thing to remember is that they did not get in and there and and so and so thus forth it's the largest of the modern era but the largest of all time is the europeans because you have to remember the native americans were here ten thousand ten thousand fourteen thousand years so they're not they're technical they're not immigrants at all the um slaves the african-american slaves were brought here by force and while the african-american population um, it, um, African American population are, were considered, they they're They would have, by today's standards, they would have been considered immigrants, but back then they would still be considered slaves. Well, because they were brought here by force, they're not, they're not immigrants because they didn't come on, they didn't come on free will. At least, at least you wouldn't think of them as immigrants because they didn't come on free will. They're um, our ancestors. So you can't, so you can't give that to them. So the large so of course given that the largest would be Europeans and Eastern Europeans and if you and if you look more Europeans came in in the 19th century and early 20th century um and more middle and more Middle Eastern and Asian Americans than any other race of people did you can you can you can even look at the port data and I, this actually I have to pull I have to pull it up on my own time at some point and you can pull it up too. Um, you can use Ancestry or any other site or maybe go to the um, the um, port where they the museum ports and everything where they actually did the immigration back then and you can actually pull it up and you can look at the records of all of the people that um, that came through and all the facts regarding that because it's really cool. And there were a lot of immigrants that ended up in st louis um they were eastern european mainly ireland germany and and so slaves were another part of this given the city's location close to the free state of illinois from uh, um and others some some slaves and most slaves tried they were able because if they lived in St. Louis, they um they were able to sneak out at the dead of night when nobody was looking, and beca- and, and all they had to do was get past the patrols and guards on, near the waterfront, and go and go through the rivers, go through the bridges, and they were able, and if they can get to Illinois. Then there's not a thing in the world they could do because it was just across the river, but because it was another state, they had no jurisdiction. thus they could continue and they were free. It was the it, St. Louis by far wasn't it, it wasn't easy to get free, but it was the easiest to get free from slavery because of its because it was literally a, just a river's swim away from illinois a free state and that was right there at the state's border so they could literally escape and be free the next day if they if they were able to effectively avoid the slave catchers they would be free that's how um that um um, so it's not it's not easy but it was the easiest of the places in the south to get free from so yeah it's a um, and it's and it's okay to safely say that around people because i mean nobody's gonna argue with you if you say that it's true it's it was the easiest place to escape from now it's not now that doesn't mean it was easy and i should make a note of that it's not easy it was hard quite honestly they had to get out of bondage metal chains all this other crazy stuff but if they could do that and they and there were and and there were lots of people who were able to do that if they didn't get caught chances are they would they would be in illinois by the hour if not the next day um and the slave catchers there's not thing they could do about it pretty amazing huh like that they um that they that they can do that but and it was amazing that they did do it because um, because quite honestly they risked life and death to life and death to do it so Now the architecture of St. Louis. This is something that I'm really, really fascinated with because I'm a Minecraft gamer. I love to do um, Minecraft stuff and architecture. But they've got a they've got a monumental architecture, and they and they do have some postmodern commercial skyscrapers and whatnot. They have modern architecture. They have a balance of everything. Basically, they have a balance of they have a balance of um, some, like, I guess, French basilica-type structures for the church. They have some, they have some Neo-Byzantine-style, Polish cathedral-style buildings, post-modern era buildings, like, New York-style skyscrapers, but they're, they're not as tall as New york skyscrapers, but they're New York-style in the sense that they're skyscrapers in that regard. They have nice they have nice architecture bridges they have um truss bridges arc bridges and stuff it's really neat so yeah they ha- um they actually it's actually very very cool and i wouldn't mind visiting there one day i mean it's nice if you look at the photos of st louis most of the skyscrapers you'll see are closer to the front of the riverfront like if you look at some of the photos, and um, I'll have to post these on Twitter, if I if I can post these on Twitter, I'm not sure if I can. I'll try to. That they're actually very very close to the riverfront, and the skyscrapers. There are some scattered in the background of the photo that I'm looking at, but most of them, majority, including the Missouri, including the Missouri State House and all that Capitol building and all that all of that is towards the river so that's so that's really cool if you were on the ground you wouldn't be able to tell and so yeah it's neat anyway i think i've covered everything i need to cover i'm on a i'm kind of limiting myself to 15 minutes or less here So if you guys have any questions for me, comments, concerns or if you want to report something that's inaccurate, which I I wouldn't I would say nothing. I nothing is inaccurate, but, you know, every once in a while, there's like a person that finds something that needs to be updated or that would be would need to be changed. And if that's the case, you guys can always let me know. I will go in and make an adjustment of the description to correct that. Um, you guys can also email me, um, my email is usually in the description, I'll just set it out to you guys, it is yokarrect at gmail.com, literally the name of my alias, and, um, at gmail.com. I'll type it in the description for you guys, or you guys can call my, or text my number. This is U.S. only. It's the 252-651-1772 number. And no, it's not my personal personal cell. If you guys call me on this number, I will not answer. Please text me instead, because I it's not my personal cell. And no, people are creepy. Sometimes they get voice recorders and try and stalk podcasters and other creators and so I'm very concerned if people call me so please for my safety and privacy please respect that um please dial the 252 number well and and um but via text and instead of calling me because I don't not I would not want to answer the call the call because of privacy concerns if I had gotten a call I mean it's okay to get calls and i'm not saying that it's bad to get calls but for privacy concerns i'm just scared to answer the phone right now especially all these telemarketers and scams okay but it's was nice doing this for you guys um i enjoyed it let me know what you guys think i am your correct and i am out of here